On May 15th, the U.S. Commerce Department announced new rules that will restrict Huawei and its suppliers from using American inputs. The changes will have major implications for both Huawei itself and for U.S. companies. This week, it's the latest from our Shanghai office, from the U.S.-China Business Council in Washington, D.C. I'm Ian Hutchinson, and this is the China Business Minute. Owen Hockey is our director in Shanghai. Owen, welcome back. Hey, Ian. All right, so let's get into the main story here. Uh, Huawei's back in the news yet again. Can you fill us in on uh, what the latest development is there? We've received numerous inquiries from our members about the U.S. Commerce action restricting tech sales. These are changes by the U.S. Department of Commerce on what technology can be sold to China's telecom company Huawei. Uh, For those familiar, these are changes in the foreign direct product rule and the entity list. Uh, This would further limit what semiconductor products and software can be sold to Huawei. Companies have raised concern about possible retaliation due to this action, really reigniting some concerns we've heard from companies when the U.S. added restrictions uh, that many will recall. Uh, The expectation from the China side is that they may use the unreliable list. This is a list China created in May 2019 in response to U.S. restrictions on selling to Huawei. And the list could target foreign companies deemed to block sales to China for non-commercial purposes. All right. What kind of sanctions might that incur, though? No one is sure what the penalties would be of being included on this list, but we can imagine it would be similar to blacklists that we've seen uh, with company credit systems, for example, that would block businesses from engaging in certain kinds of business or restrict companies from purchasing products from any companies that are on that list. Uh, We haven't heard anything in terms of other forms of retaliation, such as increased inspections or other challenges targeting U.S. companies. Uh, but we're tracking that closely. Uh, how about travel restrictions? I know there's a lot of folks who are anxious to get back to China at the moment and can't. Travel restrictions are still in place, both in the U.S. and in China, so there's currently no regular business travel going on between the countries. For U.S. companies' employees that are outside of China and looking to return, there's really only one way they can do that, and that is to get an invitation from your local district government that would allow you to apply for a new temporary visa. Uh, We know a number of companies that are trying this and going through that process right now, but I've yet to hear any U.S. company staff, employees, or executives that have successfully uh, were able to get a a non-Chinese citizen back to China yet. There are a lot of non-Chinese that are employed in China uh, that will see their work and resident permits also expire uh, while they're unable to return during this time. Uh, So they'll likely have to reapply for work visas at some point to get back into China uh, when they do see an opening and allowing non-Chinese to enter the country. Companies have noted that Germany is organizing a charter flight to bring non-Chinese to China this month, but there's no news of the U.S. organizing any kind of flight like that for now, although I know there is interest by some of in the business community, especially those that have family members that are currently separated from them. All right, last but not least, I think we've got some new trade data out lately. Uh, What can it tell us about the phase one agreement? Trade between the U.S. and China was way down the first quarter. Uh, Goods imports from China dropped 28.4% year-on-year. Exports dropped 15.4%. However, discussion between the U.S. and China uh, continues on the Phase 1 agreement on trade issues. Uh, Right now, China seems very focused on meeting purchase requirements under that deal. Um, We've actually been uh, engaging with the China side, and USCBC has been working out of our China offices to provide recommendations to China about how they can support 
um, to meet purchase requirements under the phase one deal, such as addressing some specific barriers to sell in the China market. So dialogue on uh, phase one and specifically trade it continues. Well, that's good to hear if there's still some dialogue happening, at least, um, though I believe that brings our dialogue this week to a close. So, Owen, thanks for the weekly update. Thanks, Ian. Good speaking with you, as always. Talk to you again soon. Again, Onaki is the director in our Shanghai office. The China Business Minute is a production of the U.S. China Business Council, and you can learn more about the work that we do on our website at uschina.org. If you like the show, please leave us a rating and review. It will help other people find it. As always, thanks for listening, and we will be back next week.